Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And we just got back from seeing Thor 2, or Thor the Dark World. It's the second chapter of the new Marvel Cinematic Universe that will lead into the Guardians of Galaxy, I think, summer next year, I think is what they're aiming for, uh, that showcases Thor's essential return to Earth and the mean, evil, nasty things he fights. It's a Thor movie. To go spoiler-free, should you see it, we'll start with you, Dixon. I would recommend seeing this movie. Uh, I don't know if I go for the 3D, but I can definitely see where that would uh, enhance this movie. There yeah. are some. It definitely takes advantage of it in some scenes. But no, it's a fun movie. Um, the Marvel movies generally don't disappoint. Mm-hmm. I'd see it. How about you, Ben? Considering you're the one of the three of us that actually has the least knowledge of the Marvel universe, uh, you didn't get a chance to see Avengers. You didn't get a chance to see. Yeah, Thor. I didn't see any other movies there. Uh, you know, yeah, if you're kind of a if you like this kind of thing, yeah, go right ahead. Not for everyone, but I think most can enjoy it. Do you think there'd be more enjoyment if you have seen the other you know what? Marvel movies? Don't need to see the others. Okay. You weren't lost at all? No, not at all. Okay. I mean, they tend to they inform you on mostly what you need to know. I mean, there's probably little snippets that could have been enhanced, but you don't need to know. Fair enough. Uh, as far as I go, I don't know. I'm... I didn't like the first Thor movie, and while this one was better than that, I still didn't particularly care for it. It's probably pretty skippable. That being said, it's a Marvel movie, so you'd probably see it anyway, and you're not going to hate yourself for it. It's not a wasted ticket, but I don't know. Something about this movie bugged me. I didn't like it as much. So on that notion, I will say if you're on the fence about it, I'd wait for DVD. I wouldn't pay for theater price. If you if you want to see it. If you don't, I think it's skippable. I Let's think... say go for cheap box if you're not sure. Yeah, if for the cheap seats, like a matinee or something. In that case, fine. But yeah, I would I, that would be my recommendation. I wouldn't pay to see this if you haven't already. Easy there, Dixon. <laughs> I don't know what it is. This, for some strange reason, this time I've become you. So that's our recommendation. If you're interested in seeing it, it's well, two out of three ain't bad. So now, once you go if, see if it... You, if you can't wait for The Hobbit, this is a, this will be a nice little... This will tide you over. This is your hit before you get your main supply. Mm. For you mainline The Hobbit 2, Desolation of Smog, go see whatever this movie was called. Thor Thor 2, I think it was called. Thor the Dark World or something. The Thorening. Uh, okay, spoiler time. Where do you want to start, guys? Everywhere. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe what I didn't like about it. Because, um, okay, d- dislike is, is not the correct word. I did... Enjoy the movie. There were some fun and creative moments, but it didn't work for me. I didn't enjoy. I did not enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Because I always give these uh, superhero movies kind of the benefit of the doubt. That that's a terrible idea. Well, I always give them like, okay, the first one is going to be mediocre. Usually, the best of times because they have to go through the origin story to get everybody cut up, which is fine. I always give the first movie kind of the benefit of the doubt that way. So I thought, oh, maybe the sequel will be better. It uses a relatively cool villain that I actually do sort of know, uh, Malkith, the Dark Elf. But they didn't use him right. Well, let's start with the Dark Elves, because they are the main uh, antagonists of this film. By default. And yeah. I I like the look of the Dark Elves. They, they... looked kind of, they looked really off. They looked very alien, which, they, and they actually focus on them. It's not like the Skitari from the Avengers. Like, they're obviously people in masks. Well, yeah. Most of them. Like, they had, like, masks on. The, they yeah. mostly were numpties, except for the two... They kind of had, like, Power Ranger Putty Syndrome. Yeah, except for Malkeith and... And Algrim. Was it Algrim? Okay, I didn't even catch his name. Yeah. Well, I, I was calling him Hulk Jr. in my head, so... Yeah. yeah. 
But uh, and the ships look cool. Like very. Those were weird. They moved very odd, but they seem like something from another time, like a different they, they realm. Kind of, while it isn't, it isn't technically the same. They reminded me a lot of the Vulcans. Romulans. Romulans. I or they get... are like the bad guys, or the bad Vulcans. The bad from Star Vulcans. Trek. I always get those two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, they they did. They are very similar. They are. I don't very know. Looking similar. at it, it just totally reminded me of Warhammer. The uh, what are they? The Eldar or yeah, like the Dark Eldar. Yeah. Aren't they Dark Elves anyway? Dark Eldar. Yeah, yeah they're they're space Dark Elves. Okay. Yeah, like, like the... just the random fight scenes. Yeah, but even their looks too. It's, it did it, did know. it work? I'm not gonna say it, it, it didn't work, but it uh, worked. But like like the ships I found were kind of a little too ridiculous. I don't know why they, they look like bloody daggers. They all, except for the main one yet, which looked like uh, the a Eye giant of Sauron. Sword. It looked like the Eye of Sauron mixed with the tight like Titan Tower for like Teen Titans. Yeah, it's like a big evil teen with an eyeball. Yeah, it's just like really guys. No, it almost reminded me of the fucking Thundercat sword there. Oh, the, the sword, sword of Omens. Yeah. It did a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> I, I can see that, but I, 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 they, they worked for me. The, oh, don't, the Dark Elves, they, they worked. The Dark Elves worked yeah. in that notion, but my issue with them comes from Malketh itself. I'm not sure how familiar you are with the character from the comic book, and I hate to do this, I really do, but this is not the same character. No, I was expecting a more personal grudge against... Like Odin and the whole family, hmm. he just he didn't really seem that interested in like revenge. He was just like, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna kill everything. He was generic evil bad guy. Yeah, I, I was looking for more motivation. Yeah. Or if these guys look so alien, I could have just gone with them basically not talking, and just these guys have such alien motives and they don't communicate with us. Yeah, that would they just be... want to bring all night. They just want to destroy everything. Which... Like I, I would be more okay with that. They should either be more. Like invested on a personal level, or or they should be so alien. There's no reasoning with them. Yeah, so then it's just kind of another hive mind kill all. Not not hive mind, but just they don't like we're from another. Well, not so much hive mind, but I mean just a whole general idea of thinking. I'll just kill everything. Which is basically what a lot of movies already like that. Yeah, but that's basically what they wanted to do. And the reason this caught my eye is, like I said, I'm not terribly familiar with Thor, but. When I was reading comics as a kid, the ones that Thor I read used Malketh as the villain. And I hate to compare him to him, but he's basically Loki light in the books. He's more of a, he's, he's, a, he's known as a trickster. Sorcerer. A sorcerer, um, which I did get the vibe of, but it wasn't the same way. Like this was, a, this was basically a battle sorcerer. If we're gonna, like someone who was, who was more focused on war. Well, he doesn't seem like that good of a fighter because he gets his butt kicked by uh, Thor's mom. Yeah, Thor's mom messes him up. Frigga. In, in a great scene, which I was just like, oh, that's, that's cool. That was a really good scene. It was. But too bad the funeral scene was so long. <laughs> yeah, that dragged. And drawn out. It's yeah. like, am I watching the end of Phantom Menace? So that, so you're just saying they, it didn't work, the Dark Elves. I felt they were they tried too much to play to the middle when I'm, I'm with you on this one. They should have been one or the other. It should have been a completely personal grudge, or it should have been so alien that they never bothered to communicate. They were there for one thing, and once they got it or didn't get it, they'd leave. Or come back later, which is what they would have done. I just like I don't think they have a personal grudge. Like like they don't seem to hate life. They just they want the universe to be dark. They were there. Yeah. yeah. I also had issues uh, with the completely uh, expository opening, which I only bugged me because not thirty minutes later, Odin tells the same story. Yeah, they could have with put a it very in there. Cre- with a very creative looking book. 
Like I like when Odin's describing like the battle and uh, the the eight the ether mm-hmm. like the weapon in general the story he's doing it with this really creative book. It's got some great artistic design in it. It, it looks really like the book. a illuminated manuscript. It does, and it's got moving. It's it's a movie. It, I hate to be this simple, but it's got moving pictures. It it, it looks it moving looks art. And it looks very really shiny, good. very bright, very yeah. beautiful. It looks like it's weaved in gold almost. Probably is. But I don't know why. Yeah, they could have interjected clips of the battle. There. Why do they do both? It doesn't make any sense to me, especially if you're going to repeat it all later, so the characters can be caught up. Yeah, that's well, an odd choice. It is an odd choice. That yeah. kind of bugs. I guess it. they wanted to, to give an action scene to begin the movie. Very Lord of the Rings, you know, like the beginning Lord of the first Lord of the Rings. They have like Sauron beating everybody up, and yeah, but with, but this isn't nearly as important. <laughs> no, it's not because we're cool looking, and they, you know that's the problem with it. And they don't have three movies to remind you that Sauron's an evil dude. Malkath shows up for one movie, says very little, and then, spoilers, he dies at the end. He was the uh, stand-in villain because, I guess they didn't want to do Loki again, or they didn't know who else to use. They're waiting, us. they're saving looking for the next one. Yeah. So, one thing that bothered me about the first one was they kept going back and forth between Asgard and Earth, and it it just felt really weird. It, ain't, it wasn't like a good transition ever. No. It was like really interesting on Asgard and really boring on Earth, and... This movie, like, they pretty much on Asgard and the other realms for most of the movie, and it worked a lot better. It did. And it... Well, it was only really Asgard and the Dark World, did they say? Is that what they Yeah, called? and there's, there's like, an, there, well, they go to they the Josh each... Giant realm once for, a, like, a split second. I'm not okay. even going to try to pronounce the name. Or Jotunheim. Jotunheim, okay. Yeah. You're, you're the one with the college degree, so you, yeah. you, and then, could, uh, you could say the proper. Not in that, but, yeah, Jotunheim, and then they go to, um... Vanaheim or whatever, Vanaheim, where the one of the three warriors is from, yeah. the Mongol-looking one. Yes. What did you think of, speaking of, like, secondary members of the cast, the lab assistants, basically, the, the scientists? The comedic side relief. I'm going to say Jane Foster, whoever plays her, she did not feel very sciencey to me. No. She was just, like, holding an iPhone, and, like, it had blips on it, and it's just, like, she's, she's pointing, she's like, science. Basically, it was pretty much her motive in the movie. Yeah. She has the assistant's assistant. There was kind of the same thing. It's just kind he, of. He seemed more sciencey than she did, almost. Only for that, like what, one scene. Yeah. No, well, one time it worked out in their favor. Um, but yeah, they, they've all—they're all basically reduced to comedic uh, sidekicks now. Yeah. The only interesting one is Doctor uh, Selvig, and he's—he's—he's—he's gone nuts. Like the character, he's got a good reason for it. Like if you've seen. In, I'll explain it for Ben, and for those who haven't seen it, in Avengers, and even actually the first Thor movie, he gets possessed by Loki with the Tezzeret. It he threw with this guy's brain, and he was like... He was in there for a long time. I think he was the longest one. That was his yeah. first one. Uh, Apparently that really messes you up after a while. So he's walking around with pants on. Which helps him think. Yeah. That that was entertaining, and they weren't, but they weren't overbearingly ridiculous. No. Uh, most well, of, the most the thing of, is, they didn't focus on him too long. That was actually kind of nice. Like in the beginning, it was starting to stress a little bit, but then they kind of bugger off for a while. Maybe moving on from there, effects. Yes, uh, we can move on to effects. The, most the were, realms. Most were really cool. Like I did, I did like Asgard and all the effects there. Uh, like even the uh, what would be the Rainbow Bridge? Bi- the Rainbow Bridge Bifrost. Yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah, it did that in the was last one of movie the most too. impressive parts of the like. I, the last movie. I'm, I don't like you, Tyler. I didn't like the first one, mm. but the like, Asgard was very impressive. Still, it is. It's very good. Um, looking, spending more time there, I can't help but feel this movie takes a lot of influence from Too Human, 
but that might just be because Too Human is this it's got the same idea. Norse mythology with really high tech. So that's probably more coincidence it's, than anything. It's kinda else. like the Jack Kirby, like it's so high tech it's magical. Yeah. No, no, just yeah, like it had a very fantastical feel to it, you know, like their ships are like boats. Which yeah. is which is fitting for Norse mythology, but they're <clears throat> firing lasers and flowing through. But the they sky. don't have like hand lasers, which is really weird. Is that it, was kind of that was that's kind of what I found weird. Like they didn't really have any like sorcerers or anything like that to have like a staff to shoot beams, except for Odin. Yeah, Odin's like the only one. It's like and, okay, and, and his beam. I like to point out the one time he uses it is just like on one guy. dude, but he like clears the room with it. He's going <laughs> for one guy. He's old. <laughs> He, He's got one it, eye. Yeah, he does. His aim is not great. He doesn't need it with that thing. It just wipes the room. Um, <laughs> friendly did you, did you guys like that grenade? Those grenades? Oh, the black oh, the black hole grenade was a nasty effect. It reminded me of uh, Alien Resurrection. It did. <laughs> the, the, the alien's getting sucked to the little hole in the ship. It's not gory, which I feel almost it should be. Well, that the one with the cursed guy, Algrim, is kind of... Yeah, it's it, kind of, but not really. The it, blackness it, of the cheated. dark hole... Really did cheat. It took away. They like, say oh. shit in this movie. They do. They get... like explicitly once. The second time they cut it, but the first time they they legitimately say shit. Well, they still yeah. kind of say it the second time. She says it three times. Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm surprised at that in a Marvel movie. I, I love to say they're just pushing boundaries, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, but the effects were really good. Um, I... Except the the ether that looked terrible. But I'm pretty sure they were trying to go for 3D. And 3D in 2D makes it look awful. Yeah, I could be. I could see the uh, ether being used as a 3D um, spectacle. Yeah, I especially mean, there's a um, one scene. The fever dream. Uh, there's this one scene where she's having a daydream because she's got the aether in her. As she she looks over the window and the sky darkens to this deep, like this like red crimson color. The city's like in ashes almost. It, it's burning to the ground. It's a really cool effect, except for the aether itself. Yeah, Which just... looks really silly. When I first saw it, I was just like, oh crap, Carnage is coming, everyone run. Because it just, yeah. it, it reminded me of, you see, like the, the symbiote. Case, the symbiote for uh, Maximum Carnage, the comic cover, the game yeah. cover, where he hits him over the city. It looked like that to me. Not as, like, flat, but. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was almost just as bad. And the other scene that caught me, that kind of bugged me a little bit, is when, uh, I'm going to call him Mini Hawk there. Because I can't remember his name. Ogre? Yeah, but when he punches the rock and starts lifting and gets ready to throw yeah, it. Yeah, that was kind of that, stupid. Like, it rolled weird and it threw off of him really weird. The, the physics it, it was a slow off. acceleration and all of a sudden it just went boom! Yeah, it, I, that, it, it's, it, it's weird, that whole fight. It That, that fight's not... That, that's the one part that's for me being weird too. It's because it's a half practical effect, half CG effect. Yeah, it's hard to mix it. Yeah. As far as looks go, the beginning of the movie when they're like, there's random marauders... In Vanheim, it reminded me a lot of Stargate. It yeah. looked, and I mean that I like I liked Stargate, but it, but in just the worst possible way, it looked and felt cheap, like it was filmed in like Vancouver. A Van- in Vancouver, like it just it did not. Well, it's called Vanheim, so you know, like like Vancouver. others, like especially because we got that scene in the beginning where it looks pretty good between the Dark Elves and and the Asgardians, and which is like this is Lord of the Rings kind of level almost. Almost. Yeah. And then we get this, like, very close to Stargate level kind of effect. Like, where guys, like, the, the makeup's not bad on them, but it's not great. It's, it's because... Kind of step down from there. They, they do very much cheat it, though, because they never spend any time on camera. The one cool dude, though, that shows up, the rock golem wearing armor, is like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a classic, uh, like, Thor story where these rock guys come down, and he, he kills them all. And then later, in uh, the Planet Hulk comic book they had years later, years later, one of these guys escaped... 
and was on this gladiator planet and meets the Hulk. And he's just like, yeah, this guy just killed all of my comrades. And it's, and it's Thor like a... just killing them. Yeah. <laughs> was it Beta Ray Bill? Oh, it was in fact Thor. But uh, uh, Want to come help me get revenge? It was cool to see him. It like, was. That, that was a nice little thing. Nice and little he kills, thing. and Thor just kills him. Yeah, it's really quick. Spin up, bop in the head. He's to dead. be fair, he is wielding a giant magical hammer versus a giant rock. I, I, here's, this is a good segue, I think, kind of just for, I have issues with how powerful is Thor? This movie is not consistent for me, because sometimes it's like, fair he's enough. getting hit by crazy stuff, huge guys, and then other times, like, you know, like a dagger can hurt him, but other times, like, he can hurt, like, things, he can just break anything he hits, but other times, like, these guys are just beating the crap out of him. You know, I, I have issues. How powerful is he? His power level seems to vary. Because in the comic books, he's like Superman. Well, yeah. for the most part. In power level. Like, that's how durable and how strong this guy is. Like, he could stand to the Hulk and fight. In fact, in, in he this, does. In this, it doesn't feel like that. They had a lot of fun with the hammer in this movie. Like, when, Especially oh, yeah, in the final battle. Dimension jumping there. I want to say that final battle, I was like, okay, they're leading up this to be, like, crazy... I don't think it'll be that crazy. And at first it starts off pretty tame. And then it starts to ramp up with the dimension hopping. And yeah. it, it went as far as I think it could have gone with it. Yeah. It could have went really yeah. nuts. But it was so much fun. It was. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I like. They were trying to be serious. They were fun. They were creative. And I swear when they landed on the roof, that glass building starts sliding down. I swear this is the only time where you see Malekith smile. I'm pretty sure he was doing that as he was sliding. Because well, it's such I, a, it's, the hammer is like... Trying to follow him, so it shoots into space, and he comes back to Earth and shoots back down. It's just like, oh. The guy picks up the car and hits all the dark elves with him. All the numpties. Because, like, the car weighs nothing right now. Yeah, <laughs> the rules gravity. of physics are just, they're gone. Yeah. They're, like, they're out to lunch. People are randomly teleporting, like that beast from uh, Jotunheim shows up. The, the ice. And, and the eats man. a bunch of people. That, that, that last scene was, I, I wasn't sure about it at first going in. I'm like, they give a really cool explanation. Like, the way he... The doctor sets it up as like, this happened 5,000 years ago, and the ancients used it to their advantage. And it's basically, it's like, oh, so that's how they built Stonehenge, is what they're saying. This event happened, things weighed less, they could, that's how they built Stonehenge and these other things. That's what it implies, which, yeah. which was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. The, the, the final battle in the setup to it was, it was very creative. The action scenes were, were, were admittedly pretty subtle when they used them. Um, you know I, what I was surprised at? The fact that there was very little numpties with him on the final battle. There was, like, a group of 16 at most, maybe. Yeah. He doesn't have much of his army left, so... Yeah. It sure seemed like they could just lay waste to Asgard and take it. They're t- apparently, Odin's... I think Odin realized, like, well, he, we could have won. We could win. So, if, he... so if Thor had sat and listened patiently, all the stuff that happened would not have happened, so... More people would have died, but there would have been less risk. Yes. Odin went with the safe route. Well, I'll just hit the Aether with my lightning. That's, that's yeah. Thor's plan for just about everything. Huh. Yeah, it was not a bad plan. Yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah. Until it exploded and then rebuilt. I want to yeah. ask you, Ben, because we kind of said, like, okay, we told you about Avengers and, and Thor, and, and in Loki, a lot of people really like Loki. Mm-hmm. This actor has really run with it. Mm-hmm. Did, how, did you like him? Loki? Yes, I did. He was, he was fun. He was amazing. I almost want to say he kind of pulls a Jim Carrey, though. He very he distracts you from the scene sometimes. Well, that's kind of how Loki is. As it, that, the way, that the way is true for him, it made. makes sense because he's Loki, the trickster. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll use that as a transition then uh, to the acting. The acting is is okay throughout. Like Cribs Henworth is is fine. That's Thor. Yeah, Thor, Thor. Thor made sense in this movie. Yeah. He's kind of set as the character. He's uh, he's a little dumb sounding, but 
that's kind of he's not actually that dumb. Like he he's mellowed out from the first movie. Yes, and that was the point of the first movie. The mellow moderation. So he's definitely mellowed out, but he's still kind of uh, he's a warrior first, and everything else kind of falls second. And I think Chris Hemsworth works for that. Um, Odin Anthony he Hop- felt weird in this one. Like the first movie, it seemed perfect. I think Anthony Hopkins was bored of this. To be perfectly honest, okay, like he he goes in weird spurts, and it's probably dependent on when things were filmed. The first time he's on screen, it sounds he looks and sounds bored, like he's just tired of being there in the beard and the armor, the eye patch, the eye patch carrying. It's probably heavy. Which I'm wondering how the hell it's stuck onto his eye. I don't care what it's made of. Like it could be ultra light. It's probably glue. Uh, but no, he just seemed really bored in some scenes. Oh, it seems he seemed like he was. I want to say he was trying to choose scenery, like he didn't take this the subject matter seriously. He's trying to be angry, like I, it didn't feel right. Yeah, oh, oh, that did remind me though when was Freya there, his wife dies. Uh, he was holding her and kind of caressing her when she died, but he didn't look sad. I'm not sure if it was supposed to be like that, but it kind of bothered me because he just seemed to have a blank stare on his face. Yeah, like you said, he, he seemed bored by particular events. Yeah. The rest of the acting is a uh, pretty solid. Um, well, no, you didn't like Malekith. Malekith didn't really have a presence in the role, though. Like I was about to get to some of my negatives, but I wanted to get one more positive yeah. out of the way first. <laughs> the interactions between Thor and Loki are incredible. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. In particular, where the other Marvel cameo comes from. I, I don't want to spoil that one, because I think that's... That has that's its own charm. That's a fun moment. That's a fun moment that, that has its own charm to it. Yeah. So that's worth seeing. But Loki, he he plays up this movie. It actually makes me worry because Loki's the one good villain the Marvel Universe still has. Everyone else is dead. Like in the in the movie universe or the comic? In the movie universe. Okay, yeah. Like he's clearly the best villain we've got so far. Red is Skull a... was not interesting, but they could bring him back. To be fair, they could bring him they back. They set that up. Malekith wasn't either. Um, no. All three of Iron Man's villains were not very good. I think they're all oh. dead. And they are all dead. The Mandarin, the big one from the Iron Man series, is dead too. Three. But it's just, it makes me wonder, like, he's the best villain that um, Marvel Universe has right now. That's not a good thing, I don't think. That's a little worrisome, because every villain, every villain series is going to get compared to him. Especially considering all these movies are connected that way. Yeah, they are. So, I worry at some point that he's almost too good for it. And that when he does walk away, as I'm sure the actor will eventually do, that that's that's a problem further down the line, though. But I really like the, 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 those positives with that fear in the future, I guess you could say. I again, my big negative is the supposed and he okay, he is the antagonist of the film, Malekith, but he does very little. No, he doesn't have a whole lot of scenes. Not even, he's not even like wrathful. He's just like, oh, we'll burn Asgard to the ground, but he's not really. Which is strange because they get um, the ninth Doctor. Christopher, like, Eccleston. And uh, they bring him in, and I don't know. I guess they just wanted to bring in some local actor, because it's, fil- it's filmed in Britain. Yeah. So. Yeah, obviously. But it just seems like they wasted um, what could have been an okay, a better role on it. He's a fairly talented actor. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. He, but he seems to want to, he like, he'll do he'll do anything, kind of. He's only, Like, he was Destro in G.I. Joe, and that wasn't. Okay, I, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, you know, it feels like this actor could do more. But the writing or the or something is maybe because they CG'd his face. They did CG. Like it's not like he's under makeup. He's CG. I think, uh, but it looks like his face, but it's CG. I'm serious. But uh, going back to Malkith in general, that's kind of my big problem with him. He is the antagonist of the film for all intents and purposes, but he doesn't feel like it. He's this doesn't have enough presence as to be a unique or interesting villain. 
And while I'm disappointed they killed him, because again, he's the only other Thor villain I'm remotely familiar with. Well, to be fair, he's not necess- he's not full out dead. He just kind of assumes he's dead. They could do the whole thing where it's like, aha, I survived. To be fair, now I have robot arms, or magic robot arms. Yeah, I, I have magic, magic robot arms. arms. Yeah, because he still has the Aether, so unless they did kill him, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, sus- he, he I don't suspect we'll see him again. Anyway, is the point? Not anytime soon. And his death was actually. Re- if if he did die, his death is brutal and yeah. it's goreless. But wow, <laughs> one arm gone, two arm gone, leg gone, now you're gone. Whoa! Fun with portals. Fun with portals. Yep. That was that was fun. That added like once again that whole last scene is very creative and fun. It is. I'm it, actually really surprised they they like they could have just had Thor punching people and wrecking stuff like. That was my problem with the first movie, is he just kind of, like, hits to, stuff. To be fair, though, Thor never does any of that intentionally. It accidentally happens around him. Those are the other the comedy side characters influencing. I know, but, like, it makes it, it makes that interesting. Oh, it does. I'm like, not saying it doesn't. But that was Thor's plan. I'm just going to punch him until he falls down. More or less. Distract him <laughs> while this other cool stuff's happening. Yes. So I think we'll move into raiding um, right around now. I'm going to go first. This one, it, it, it's... I like the Marvel movies, usually. Seeing the trailer for The Winter Soldier, I'm still not terribly sure if that's what I want to see either, but I did like the first one, so I don't know. But for this one, as a follow-up to Iron Man 3, it's not very good. At least not in my opinion. It's less than Iron Man 3 was. Like Iron Man 3 felt like the next step, logically, for the character. Being that he was the other mortal and compared to Steve Rogers, he's more mortal. But for Thor, it feels like they're like they're dragging their heels. Like this would a uh, this does feel like a part two in every sense of the word, and it reminds me instantly of Iron Man two. It's a movie that you don't need to see because, with the exception of the of what happens at the end, I don't think any of this movie is is relevant whatsoever. I don't think it'll have any bearing except for Loki being the king of Asgard and the stinger at the end. And the will gar- probably affect Avengers yeah. 2 and Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. But even then, I don't think it'll affect it that much. It's one of those things I don't think you need to see it. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure when we do see the payoff for it in later films, it will explain it so you don't need to see it. Just if, for me, it is the whole film, it felt... There are bits I liked. Like, I can't say I didn't like the film, but I felt underwhelmed. Like, for a part two... I was hoping for something really exciting and something interesting, and there are moments when I got that, but on the whole, it reminded me too much of Iron Man 2. It, it drags its heels, it does stuff because, well, we have to set this up for later, and if there is a Thor 3, which I'm pretty sure they've already greenlit, uh, that one might be interesting to see in the future, see what they do once they've, everything, once they've played setup. But until then, I, I, Thor The Dark World is as skippable to me as Iron Man 2 is. You absolutely do not need to see it in any way, shape, or form, I don't think. Now, that doesn't mean watching it, you're going to regret it. It's better than Iron Man 2 in that regard. But I just, I, I, I can't say I like this film that much. It's It gets a passing grade for me at a 5, but I really can't say I recommend it. I was not enthused. I really wasn't. It's just, I... Generally, when we rate these things, you know, they, like, they kind of go, they start high and they go down. I suspect, um... Because we do things. I think, I suspect we're going to start low and go high... What do you think, Dixon? Yeah, you compare it to, uh, to Iron Man 3, and it's like the opposite of Iron Man 3 for me, where the quiet bits were really boring. They yeah. didn't add anything. The villain wasn't very compelling or interesting at all. But the action scenes were good. At least the last one. The last one made up 
all the other ones in the movie because the last one. As cool as I thought the dark elves looked, and I really liked the look of all the dark elf stuff. I, I, I'm gonna stress that a lot. It looked really neat. It went. They went way more inventive than they could than they needed to. Like mm-hmm. even the cockpit of the ship, the lights in the ship, the lights these things have, the way they move. I like that alien feel. I wish they had maybe done a little bit more, but I really like that. The like the last action was way more compelling than that last action scene, Iron Man two three. Which you can't see anything, or and two for that matter, and it's 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 it really bored me. Mm-hmm. And the Mandarin was a much better villain, like Ben Kingsley's Mandarin was much more interesting and cool than Malekith was. But this movie, like sometimes it gets bogged down with secondary characters, but for the most part, they all do something interesting compared to Thor, the first Thor movie. I'm sorry, I'm comparing these all these Avengers movies, but like in the Marvel universe movies, but they all kind of. They're all part of the same universe, and they're all kind of in the same film series. So I don't, I, can, I don't think it's unfair to compare them to the other Marvel movies. But so. at times this looked really cheap. At times it looked really good. I want to say I was impressed by it because I didn't like the first one at all. Mm. This was a much, this was a much better movie. I can almost say, you know what? Maybe skip the first one and then watch this one. I think this is this is more interesting. But then you miss all the Loki stuff, which the Loki stuff in these films has been the best part of these movies for me. Yes, like. Like event, even Avengers generally bored me. This this had, that last scene was a much better spectacle to me than them just punching CG green guys. I don't know. They, they looked like the Scar from uh, from Unreal Tournament. They kind of had pre- like kind of like kind of pseudo predator stuff going on. Mm, yeah, they, they were just like random. Like Avengers are punching random green guys. Here, that last fight scene was so interesting. I've never seen anything quite like that. It was memorable. I'm not gonna buy this though. Uh, I'm glad I saw it in theaters. We might have been neat to see in 3D, but not necessary. But I'm going to give this uh, a 7. Ooh. It kept my interest. Perhaps the novelty of that final scene will wear off. But I thought that the secondary characters all played a good part and were interesting enough to keep it going. In, in the lulls it has, where it's just like, I don't care. And I got to say, like, if the worst, the worst part of this movie is Jane Foster. She is very, like, uninteresting. She's less interesting than Malekith. Like, she's just... The, the performance is bland. She doesn't feel like a scientist. Mm. And that really bothers me in these movies when people, like... Well, it's like, like hey, you're you a doctor, be... but you don't do anything close to being... Yeah, like, it was like Iron Man, the Iron Man movies. The first time, the first Iron Movie feels really kind of sciencey. I don't know. He's building stuff. Mm. Second one, he had a problem. He felt sciencey. Third one, less science. You know, this, like, there was more science talk in the first one movie. This just feels like it's getting dumber and dumber. Like, Avengers was really dumb. Like, there was no... I don't think you need to have a scientific problem, but I just think... I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think they made the plot too simple. It's not the plot. It's just... We talk about Avengers with Thor. Both. Like... <laughs> okay. With Thor 2 and Avengers. Like, it just... You think she'd be more interested in what Asgard is like. Say she just walks around in a dress. A very pretty dress. <sighs> not even, like, scantily clad. You don't even get anything for the guys. Huh. We get badass warrior women. Is that not enough? Are you not entertained? So what did I say? Seven? You said a seven. Yeah, seven. Just for the novelty of that last scene. The last scene that, really, that's, saves, that's really the last scene it really saves really it for you. But I feel like a six isn't doing it justice because I'm I'm sure most people will like this movie. How about you, Ben? How about me? Well, again, with no prior experience from the other the other movies in the Marvel yeah. universe, or very few of them. You know what? It was fun to watch, but I will have to say, yeah, you know, Dixon, you know, you you, you do kind of get, it. you know, some effects are terrible. Most of the time, it's good. The environments, I have to say, are beautiful. They never make anything look terribly ugly. And they're all kind of different, yeah. Yeah, and they're all vastly different. Mm. I did like that. The acting, uh, you know, good, bad, Loki amazing. 
Um, he, he's worth watching the Avengers for alone if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, like... Because he's the central antagonist again. And like that if you want to like, do a self-edit, you know, you get the little piece in the beginning for the little beginning action. You can get, you know, little bits in the middle there. Make sure all the Loki parts are in there. And you get the final scene. Yeah. That's all you need. You don't really need to have much of the London scenes and crap like that. And Honestly, I found, like, when they were at Earth, most of the time it was pretty boring. Only the final scene was it, actually it was, I'll tell you, it was worse than Thor 1. But, yeah, if it wasn't for, like... The beautiful and vastly different environments, the little snippets of comedy, and the final scene. Like, if it wasn't for those, I would actually probably give this a four. Mm. But those are the only things that would raise it up to a six. So, is that what you rated the six? I will give it a six because, like, the little snippets of comedy all around there raise it up to five. Yeah, the final help. fight brings it up to six. It, I don't think the comedy ever felt really forced. The comedy. Was no, natural. it flowed very nicely. I'm not saying it was poor. It was just all the other comedy side characters, and I always, I always get. Well, I'm not talking about the side characters in general. Just like with the main oh, actors, okay. then never mind. Them. Um, I mean, the two interns. I'm gonna call them. You know, Darcy and uh, Ian. Ian. Yeah, they, I don't know. I don't. I don't find they really added. Much. I, I I like them. I like them better than Jane Foster. Maybe because I hated her so much. Well, it's because she didn't add anything. My to hate it. was all focused on her. I was just like. Like, she was playing fake scientist, then she played basically unconscious person for up until the end of the movie, then she kind of dragged around. She played the urn. Uh, yeah. So, and then playing with the Wii U at the end, the controller. <laughs> yeah, giant RC Wii remote. So, it, it was, it was this, it was sort of, it was ascending this time. That's, uh, that's unique. I'm not used to being the lowest man on the totem pole. Yeah, I'm not used to think, being the highest. <laughs> I don't know, like, it was totally wrong. Everything you said was valid. It's just yeah. the final scene didn't save it for me. It was like it's a creative, fun scene. Because I was expecting him just to punch his way through it. And he, and yeah, but there was up. But he was punching stuff. He was punching the guy through a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. So that made it cool. <laughs> so I think that will be our cue to sign out here. Uh, this has been the Three Guys Podcast signing out. Good night, folks. Later. Bye.